0: You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As I said at the start, this is Locked On Indians. I am your host, Jeff Ellis of 24-7 Sports. On today's show, we will get into the three games since we last met. After that, we're going to dive deep into the stats and see how players are performing and how numbers are looking after another week is in the books. And then we will close with maybe a little bit of draft talk if there is some time. I'm going to have the last part of my big board going up this week. A mock in the next week or so, probably after Memorial Day. And, I mean, the draft's June 3rd. We are quickly getting there. So without further ado, let's dive into this weekend for the Cleveland Indians. So, Friday night was uh, not... The best game for the Indians. Uh, Dylan Bundy, who had majorly struggled this year coming into the game, uh, blanked the Indians. He allowed just one earned, unearned run on three hits and three walks. It was his best outing uh, of the game. On the other side of things, Jonathan Rodriguez continued the solid but unspectacular appearances that he's had, going six and two-thirds, four runs, five Ks, one walk. He has been surprisingly effective. Um, I say that just because he had been extremely ineffective the previous year as a starter. So I don't know. Uh, I'd be very curious to kind of look at the numbers, see if he's doing anything differently, to see if the Indians have done something to adjust with him. But when you look at that Jan Gomes deal, remember, he was just piece two of three in that deal. The number one piece is playing pretty well down there in AA. Uh, and the number three piece was also playing well in AA before injury. Going back to Dylan Bundy, the game, uh, his it wasn't his best start. His best start was against Tampa where he went seven and a third. But you look at a lot of these other outings, you know, his ERA, he has been playing better of late. If you go back to the end of March, he had a 7.36 ERA. After this start, it was down to 4.66. Uh, it was 5.31 coming in. So, you know, he's a guy that they probably should have been able to get to. They weren't um, across the board. I mean, Santana had two walks. Bowers had a hit and a walk, and uh, Kipnis had a hit and a walk. Everyone else, uh, you had Kipnis with the one hit, and that's your, your other outlier. I and mean, it was just a few guys, basically, who did any damage at all in the game. Neil Ramirez came in, uh, gave up another run, continuing to be ineffective. Neil Ramirez. Uh, former Indian Sean Armstrong came in and shut the door in the 8th, and Givens, their closer, who's probably the best pitcher on their staff this year, uh, closed it away in the ninth. for those who are not keeping track of things at home. uh, So far, uh, if you look at the 2019 season, Armstrong has had... This definitely isn't up to date. He's been appearing in a, a series of games. Uh, I'm seeing at least, at least six games. According to this, it's four. So I don't think the ESPN data is correct at all. But he's appeared in four games, and he's pitched better than I would expect. He's always had strikeout stuff, but he's always been unable to control or command it. But I'm always glad to see a guy like him finally get that opportunity—a day three pick, getting some run in the majors. I am going to root for that player. We come back on Saturday. Um, I would have had some snarky things to say about having Adam Plutko come in and pitch after his uh, struggles in AAA, and I would have been proven utterly wrong. Plutko, after struggling through some starts in A, went six innings, giving up one run on one hit and two walks. He made me look foolish. The one run came on the home run by Trey Mancini, his 10th of the year. Uh, John Means had been the most effective starter this year for Baltimore, Went five innings, only gave up three, only struck out one. That's going to always be an issue. But another effective outing for him, you go through the lineup. Uh, just earlier in the week, I was talking about how Carlos Santana had really slowed up. Well, after two walks on Friday, you look Saturday, he had his eighth double and sixth home run. Lupp Low has his fifth home run. Those uh, both among the lo- league leaders on the team, the rest of the lineup. Cargo gets on base twice. Mercado gets on base twice. You have some other scattered hits, um, singles throughout, but it comes down to, you know, Luplo and Santana getting the uh, runs across to win this game. After Plutko leaves, Perez comes in for an inning and a third and is. Really effective again. His ERA is under four after an absolutely miserable start to the year. He's looking like the guy he was a year ago when he was arguably one of the top two arms in the Indians' bullpen. He's really starting to come together. Simber comes in, faces two batters, and walks one. Not ideal, but you're not going to complain. And Hand gets you know an inning and a third to get his save. His ERA is down to 142. He's got 12 strikeouts. If you're looking for who's the Indians' most likely all-star right now, it's Brad Hand. Um, I don't know if they're guaranteed another representative. When you look at where they are in terms of the starters, um, at, I mean that in terms of hitting and pitching, uh, Santana is probably your number two candidate. So you're looking at a case where the Indians might have one all-star representative if the, if the all-star game was tomorrow, and it would be Brad Hand. So that game gets the Indians up to 24-20. and 20. And then what a game by Shane Bieber. If they were to have another all-star representative from the pitching staff, it would be Shane Bieber. Cleveringer's injuries, Bowers' inconsistencies, Kluber's injuries. Um, Shane Bieber has been the Indians' best pitcher this year. Nine innings, five hits, 15 Ks. That's just, I mean, extremely impressive. 15 strikeouts. But... Um, It just, you kind of want to sit back and go, (laughs) how do you even get there? We know Baltimore's offense, Baltimore isn't a great team, but they do have some hitters in that lineup. There are a lot of players, you know, Dwight Smith Jr., Trey Trey Mancini is probably going to be an all-star this year. Their lineup is better than the Indians lineup. I would prefer Baltimore's at this point this year in terms of production, and for Bieber, I mean, he just completely shut them down, and one of the best performances of the uh, the season by any uh, Indians uh, player in general. Clevenger threw thirty five pitches the day, uh, on Saturday in a bullpen session. He's going to keep building that up. He's not eligible to come off the uh, the disabled list till I believe June sixth, so uh, he's got some time to build up. I'll go into. Uh, tomorrow's game after we finish this one, but not only is Bieber just fantastic, but uh, the Indians score 10 runs in this one. Uh, An offensive explosion to get them to 25-20. and And where do we start? Lindor with two doubles. He doubled his double total today. Mercado gets a double. Santana with his team leading 7th home run. Um, Santana had two hits and a walk. So Three times a reach base of the five times he came up. Mercado with a nice game with two hits and a walk. Two hits for uh, Martin. Roberto Perez gets gets on base. Uh, Two walks for Jose Ramirez. Uh, I already mentioned Lindor, who also had a walk. Kipnis has been... Inching up. I'm still not a fan of him hitting second, but whatever. <laughs> you know, that's where it seems like they're gonna put him. I would uh still prefer uh J Ram there just in terms of what we've seen of past production. Though he is again hitting well below two hundred at this point, so it's it's a double edged sort of the idea of moving him up in the lineup. Leonis Martin, who's someone that I was uh, pointing out, has been struggling a bit. And it was nice to see him get off the snide, and as nice it was to see, you know, Santana have two extra base hits, hit his team leaving seventh home run. Uh, there's no doubt the story of this game is Shane Bieber and his performance. The Indians now will face uh, Oakland. That is their next opponent. They will. Uh, have Carlos Carrasco starting tomorrow and he is currently has a streak of 12 consecutive scoreless innings which we'll see if he can continue that. He had a, you know, fantastic start his last time out. The Indians are 25 and 20. They are still in an uphill battle in the AL Central. The Twins I believe have 30 wins. Uh, the double check now yes they have 30 wins they did lose today so the indians gained a game but are still four and a half back because the twins have one of the best records in baseball they have the second best record in the american league behind the houston astros so that's that makes it all the more difficult for the indians right now that uh the twins have you know they've just been excellent when you compare them even to the national league they have the second best record in baseball there isn't a team in the national league with a higher winning percentage than the Twins. So it goes. The Astros, the Twins, and then the Dodgers have the three highest winning percentages in baseball. So the Indians have actually, over the last ten games, stayed even with the Twins at six and four and six and four. But uh, that means that their gap has stayed the same. Hiring can be hard. Multiple jobs, stacks of resume, confusing review process. But today hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. Ziprecruiter.com/slash locked on ziprecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards but they don't stop there with their powerful matchmaking technology ziprecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job this isn't just um, something where people can apply for they have to be invited and as we all know an invite is better than just a cattle call as applications come in ziprecruiter analyzes each one, and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great candidate. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. That's ZipRecruiter slash locked on, L-O-C-O. K-E-D-O-N ZipRecruiter.com Slash Locked On ZipRecruiter The smartest way to hire Now that we're back from break I also want to give a thank you to one of our sponsors Hotels.com They're uh, sponsoring us uh, It's a great place to go and get a whole list Of hotels that you can Go if you're on a trip, a vacation Just type it in and you'll get your best returns Um Who doesn't want to have a series of things you can look at? It's just like looking at stats. You're getting these stats on these hotels and getting the best deal for you. So now that we have gone through that and we've talked about this weekend's games, which the Indians took three out of four from the Orioles. That is what I wanted them to do. That is what I hoped they would do, and it's what they accomplished. The Orioles are not a good team. That is what they needed. So the Indians now are 45 games in. They have one player who has appeared in all 45 games, that is Jose Ramirez. Carlos Santana is next at 44, Leonis Martin at 40, Jake Bowers at 43, so I put those ones in out of order. But after that, it's a bit of a drop-off. Those four have definitely been the uh, the central pieces. Roberto Perez at 32 is next, so we do see a big gap. So Those have been kind of the four central pieces of this Indians lineup this year. If you're looking just in terms of uh, power production, I already mentioned Santana is first on the team, Martin is second. Then you got Lindor, Perez, and Luplo all tied for third. Lindor hasn't played in a lot of games. Roberto Perez does have that hard, high, hard-hit percentage. And Luplo, again, he's played in less games than Lindor, and he's had significantly less at-bats. So he's hitting home runs at the best rate amongst the hitters on the team this year. It's just maximizing when you use him. He needs to be featured a lot against left-handed pitching and not so much against the right-handed pitching. But when he is in there against lefties, you want him higher in the lineup. You want that bat because it has been extremely productive this year. If You're just looking at total bases, extra base hits, singles, everything. Uh, No surprise that Carlos Santana is lapping the field. He's at 74 total bases produced this year. Next is Martin at 59, and then Jose Ramirez at 50 with Lindor and Bowers tied at 49. Santana has been the Indians' most productive hitter by a mile, so that is not a shock. If you're curious about doubles as the other extra base category, Santana also leads the team, but second is Kipnis, Then you have Naquin, Ramirez, and Martin all tied for third. So let's go into strikeouts because that's an interesting one next. The team leader in strikeouts is Leonis Martin, followed by Jake Bowers, then Roberto Perez, and then next up after that is Cargo. Now what's interesting about Cargo is he has 31 in 28 games. Perez has 33 in 32 games. And Martin has 54 in 40 games. He only has 152 at bat, so he's striking out 30% of the time, that he, 33% of the time he comes to the plate. Uh... Yes, he is second on the team at home runs this year. His previous high was 15. He's not a power hitter. You don't want him striking out. Here we go 31.4% of the time heading into uh, today's game. So that is far and away higher than his career norms. I mean, he's normally around 21. He has a high strikeout guy, but 31% is high even for him. Uh, we'll see how he continues to perform this year if the power continues to go, like a lot of projection systems don't project him to hit for that many more home runs. Uh the average seems to be about ten. We'll see. Uh he's the strikeout rate is a concern. That's a big jump for Martin. When you go over to batting average, uh Lindor, San and Santana are your top two, followed by Naquin. Lindor's slowly getting there. We've just got those 26 games, so he'll eventually— I mean, he's, he is definitely getting better with each game. Santana leads them in on-base percentage at 395. Then Lindor and then Brad Miller is still third on this team. Uh, Luplo and Bowers are tied with Perez being a uh, one-point off. So it's very clear— when it comes to the Cleveland Indians that uh, Lindor and Santana in terms of production this year are at the top of it. And if you're facing a lefty, you can put Leplo in that conversation as well. After that, it's more of a crapshoot. You have a lot of pieces that are not performing or performing streakily. And uh, it's a... Well, we have to hope as fans it'll turn itself around, um, just because at this point, uh, if Jose Ramirez continues to play the way he does, he's just, uh, I don't see how this team can hope to contend this year. And you get to that point where if they are way back in the standings, um, if they're fighting for a wild card, which... Right now they they would be, have the second wild card. They wouldn't even host the game. they'd face Tampa, but they're fighting with you know Boston has the next closest record. And after that it's uh, it's the White Sox, the Angels and the Rangers, so a lot of teams that are um, below 500. So we'll see how things play out. you know, someone like Oakland who made the playoffs last year is currently last in their division. Boston is third in theirs, who made the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see how things go. But, uh, yeah, the Indians, you know, they'll get a shot in the arm when Clevenger returns in a few weeks. We'll see what happens as some other players continue to hit in the low minors. We'll continue to discuss them. The nice thing right now is that they do have Santana and Lindor, and those two guys alone are giving them two uh, plus hitters in their lineup. We'll skip on the draft talk today. We'll have plenty of time to talk about that later in the week. I want to thank everyone for listening, rating, reviewing, subscribing. Uh, It's been great to hear comments and to have discussions come from this podcast. Thank you again, and as always, go Tribe.